0: The pyramid being, if you think about a topic, the pyramid is the full embodiment of the topic, which is also the full embodiment of humanity, the full embodiment of earth, the full embodiment of the entire universe is the, with all within the pyramid. And the base of the pyramid are really the, the, the consciousness that's sort of pushing against the pyramid, labeling it as evil or wrong or shouldn't be, or you know needs to be fixed. And there's a lot, there's a lot of, of beings at the base, if you think about it. And the more you move up the pyramid, the more in sync you become with the pyramid until you get to the very tip top of the pyramid. And then you are the pyramid from up there because the entire pyramid is supporting you and being at the top of it. Summit takeaways, Carrie.
1: Oh my gosh. There are a million, um, I think my biggest aha has been in the past few times has been um, when the stream talks about the pyramid and how um, the pyramid reflects our systems here on earth and realizing that I get to choose where I am on the pyramid and I'm choosing the tip top light of the pyramid and um I also then through that after the summit, I did, um, I was just in high vibe, like all day. And so I was sitting with that a little bit. And I just realized too, that one thing that I want to own and, and really get seated in my soul is that when I'm at the top of the pyramid, I am the light. I can plant the seed. I can help people come to Taya and have the same type of aha moments I had of that they get to create their own reality and along with that when you're abundant I can share more and that just brings me such joy because I've always been one to want to share whatever I have with the people I love so it really um, the more abundant I am the more abundant they get to be because I will be sharing that with them. And I it's it brings me the greatest joy to buy something or um just share in in my wins with someone else that I love. So I think those are my two biggest aha moments from the summit. But I am still holy cow riding that high vibe or super vibe. My goodness, that was magnificent.
0: Stacey. Yeah, Uh,
2: that super vibe literally knocked me on my butt. Like afterwards, all I could do was rest. And in just listening to Carrie and kind of letting my experiences start to um, bubble up and flow through me, I wrote that um, it really reminded me again that the power of the universe and trust that one has in the universe, it it far exceeds anything that we can even physically imagine here on the planet. As humans, this is like the next level up, the next level up. The continuing detuning of fear and judgment. I love what the stream shared about our DTS moments being exactly the same as a UTS moment. So a down the spiral versus not the spiral. And it made me really start to think about how much credibility or judgment I still had around those moments. You know, that is something that we talk about over and over in the courses that we teach and the channelings that David does and the conversations that we have. And each and every time that new example is illuminated for me. It's just a viewpoint of the facet of judgment and fear that I didn't realize existed to the level it did. So it's, it's always an aha. Oh my God. Yes. No, this doesn't have to be like this. It is a space of total and complete joy and abundance. It's, it's infinite. And to watch it affect the people in my household to watch just me sitting here in my home having the stream grounded into me because all I could do was hang on to my chair at times. (laughs) How it affected my dog okay my dog was like super happy and he's always happy but he was extra happy. My husband he had this great he's got this great idea um, something that is way out there and thinking and very scientific and cool and he just blossomed again with that idea. It was really communicative. I'm so excited to share it. And that's super vibe. I'd like you, Carrie, I am still riding it.
1: It feels
2: so good.
0: Yeah, I, I wow. guess I should add at this point, if you're wondering what the hell we're talking about, yeah. we're, <laughs> we're recapping the Stream Summit uh, that we just had this past Saturday. We had a, 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 our second Stream Summit. We're going to be doing these uh, more frequently. And the stream summit is a four hour or longer (laughs) uh, channeled event where I come and share the stream for four solid hours. And what seems to happen in these events is the collective vibration just goes higher and higher and higher and higher. And when it's all finished, we, we are just blown away collectively by it and new information flows, but new vibrational set points are achieved. And it's, it's hard to describe, but we will do our best to share uh, in this podcast uh, you know, what the stream taught us uh, and what our takeaways were.
2: Yeah. It's definitely going to take me a couple more days of just sitting in the energy. I know even last night, I'm a vivid dreamer. My dreams are quiet. And anytime that happens for me, I always realize that that's my physical being, my physical cellular self catching up to that super vibe, that high energy that came through and literally just blasted the canvas clean. So it's like my subconscious has been almost reset. We talk about the um, you know operating system being upgraded and I love the visual of the code and having it being rewritten just as you're going along as the stream's inputting um, and adding your own stuff to jive well with the streams, yeah.
0: we we started using the term super vibes it came up uh, after the last summit and super vibes are the collective coming together of a collective intention to raise vibration and the stream seems to have something to do with that (laughs) so it's it's really setting that intention and coming in and participating and allowing yourself to flow into that stream that's part of all of us and allowing it to become this collective in the interaction. And it's just out of this world. I can't. There's nothing else that I can describe uh, that, that is that experience. And the cool thing is, is we're all doing it sitting in our respective homes or, or wherever on Zoom. And just imagine what it's going to be like in 2022 when we start doing these live in person and we maybe do it for two days. That's just going to be incredible. But for right now, the, the four hours always goes by like it's nothing. You know, I, I channeling for four solid hours, and we do take a couple of breaks in these, but channeling for four solid hours just feels like nothing. When I come out of it, I'm so buzzed and so up and so energized that it seems like five minutes went by. Yeah. So that's what we mean by super vibes. And it's, it's you, we can't really, I can't describe it beyond that. You have to feel it to, to know it. So that's mm-hmm. the super vibe effect. The other thing that uh, the stream talked about in depth was the pyramid. And the pyramid being, if you think about a topic, the pyramid is the full embodiment of the topic, which is also the full embodiment of humanity, the full embodiment of earth, the full embodiment of the entire universe is the, with all within the pyramid. And the base of the pyramid are really the, the, the consciousness that's sort of pushing against the pyramid, labeling it as evil or wrong or shouldn't be or you know needs to be fixed. And there's a lot. There's a lot of, of beings at the base, if you think about it. And the more you move up the pyramid, the more in sync you become with the pyramid until you get to the very tip top of the pyramid. And then you are the pyramid from up there because the entire pyramid is supporting you and being at the top of it. So to think in terms of wealth, and this is kind of where this started, was was talking about our system of commerce. And you've all heard, uh, if you've listened for a while, I think we've even read it on here, um, this channel message from the stream, uh, we'll probably put it on the website or something as well. And definitely, if you go into the Facebook group, it's in the Facebook group. But there's this channel message from the stream about our humanity system of commerce and the path to the top. The path to the top of of our commerce system is loving it and embracing it and being it, not demonizing it, not criticizing it, not trying to hold another being away from their place in it. And all of humanity has a place in it. Even if they don't want to participate, their non-participation is participation in it because they're making up the base of the pyramid that's supporting the weight of the whole thing. And it's, it's not about getting to the top of the pyramid and being superior. That's not embracing the entire pyramid either, because then you were judging the base. That's that's the key here, is that you can't get to the top of the pyramid and say, gosh, I made it to the top of the pyramid. I'm right. Everyone else is wrong. And I don't think you stay up there that way. You stay at the top of the pyramid by loving and embracing all of it, including the ones that are demonizing it and allowing them to have their experience without judgment. That's such a crazy concept that the stream is teaching us that since I've adopted it, I love it. You know, all this pushing against, we want to save people from themselves. We want to solve these problems for other people instead of giving them the space to solve problems for themselves. And if we're not, if we're not allowing them to do that, that means our ego is kicked in And we're judging how they're going about solving their problems from our ego perspective, and we're needing to fix it for them and hold them away from their ego-driven human experience. So when you get out of your own ego a little bit and you adopt the mindset of source of non-judgment, you're not judging any of that anymore. It's a very, very different way to live life. But those of us that have become that through the Taya practice, you see how clear and how joyful that state of being is. And to recognize when your ego is in the driver's seat.
2: Well, even if you just look at the basic way a pyramid is constructed, like the pyramids in Egypt, where how did they build them? They didn't build them from the top down. The top stone doesn't less appreciate the very bottom foundational stone. They have to work in harmony in order to create that structure, for it to actually stand upright. So, each and every stone, person, energy is instrumental and absolutely necessary for that pyramid to exist. So, as a human mass consciousness, we've all put our energy into these pyramids, whatever they are. So, again, I love Carrie was saying, you know, you can choose where on the pyramid you want to be. And that's super powerful, super far, powerful space.
1: Yeah, and I always think of um, when, when they first brought this concept to us, um, the stream brought this concept. Um, I too, like you, Stacey, thought about the pyramids in Egypt. And if there's one or two pieces missing, the pyramid is not going to stand strong. So you do need every single piece in that pyramid to ever even be at the top. And the, and the most beautiful thing, I think um, as David just said, is removing the judgment of it and knowing that each and every person has a place on that pyramid and their path is their unique way to get to wherever they want to get to. It's not for me to judge or, or even take that experience away from them. They, when we do judge and allow ego to um, get in the way, we're we're taking their experience away from them because we're saying, well, my way is better. And it's not, it's just my way and it's their way. And I think that's one of the most beautiful messages from the stream is allowing each individual on earth to have their own unique journey and path, whatever it is. I think that's such a beautiful message
0: yeah and it's again it's the, you know the 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 people of the world that think they're being spiritual or benevolent and trying to force their desires on someone else and save them from an experience that's so rooted in ego who are, who are we to judge someone else's choice of experience and the demonization of anything is the empowering of it so if you demonize some and you see and there's no evidence against that Everything that we, that we demonize in our society tends to stick around, if not get stronger. So yeah. when we stop that demonization and start owning it and loving it and, and appreciating it and allowing it to, to be its own expression, that's, in my opinion, the, the course to, to solving things. You know, I'm talking about humanity, but we're all independent strands of consciousness. So we're going to do most of the solving in our own life experience first. I think very often people are really focused outwardly because they don't want to focus inwardly. They want to try to, you know, from their uh, their keyboard to, to solve someone else's problem or criticize or judge or whatever, instead of actually looking at themselves and understanding that our strand of consciousness is a contributor to the collective consciousness of humanity. And in that, the most that we have to offer is the highest vibrational version of us and we can climb to the top of any pyramid that we choose to be the top of. And in doing so, as long as we're not slipping back into that judgment, we're gonna stay at the top.
2: This goes right back to the law of attraction. What you resist persists. So if you are in a space of being in your ego and one continues to try to solve other people's problems and save them, more of that's going to show up in your life and you'll create that own treadmill for yourself and going in that same energy, same direction, savior, savior, savior mode, which ultimately the one that I've played out myself has been very unsatisfying. I didn't get what I wanted out of life. More often than not, I had alienated people. Yeah. (laughs) Because I thought I knew how how to do it, it, right? Save people
0: from themselves and nor (laughs) do most of them want your saving.
2: Mm-hmm. And then they got mad when they weren't saved because they still have the own, their own power to choose their own trajectory, their own, you know, soul's decision, destiny. I don't, destiny is not a great word to use, but you know, those dynamics are still very much in play. They are still their own unique strand of consciousness. And that's an exhausting game. At least it was for me. I'm really glad I'm done playing it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, it's it's a very different operating system, and it's it's something. If you're new to the podcast, um, the, the more you listen to these podcasts, the more all this stuff starts to make sense and to fall into place. Uh, but it it really is about n- not following all of these these ideas that we have been taught that we're supposed to save people from themselves, that we're supposed to keep people from having. The experience that they came here to have because we're judging it as something they shouldn't be doing or having. And the judgment is rampant of what, how we're supposed to live our lives and how someone else is or is not supposed to live theirs. And when they're not living it the way that we want for them, then we have a problem with it. But what are we really doing about it in that space? And anything that we demonize and we'll go back to the money system in this pyramid. So if you're hating the system, where do you think you are in the pyramid? You know, money's the root of all evil. Money's terrible. Uh, you know, the people that have money are all evil and just need to give all their money away and solve all the world's problems. And I see how self-sustaining the earth environment is. When the stream speaks of that, it makes perfect sense. All of the resources we all need all exist. But they are not distributed equally. And really not in the animal kingdom, but certainly not across humanity because we we have stepped out of that, that system of, of the food chain, the system of nature, and we have created things way beyond any other type form of life that we're aware of on this planet. But in doing so, we've created a system of commerce to exchange these things because someone has to create them. Someone has to build them. There, there is effort. There's physical effort involved in the things that we call comfort in our lives. So someone has to do that. So how do they get compensated for their efforts in putting it together? How do we get compensated in our contribution to humanity? And it's not all equal. And it may or may not be fair in your opinion, but fairness goes out the window when you start thinking in terms of the abundant nature of our environment and the fact that the ones who love the system are operating at the top of it. And what a negative person might say of a negative opinion about that is, well, of course they love the system because they're at the top. But do you think they got to the top, not loving the system? Has anyone ever complained their way to the top? I hate this system. The system is broken. It's evil. It's terrible. It's awful. I'm going to fix it. I'm going to change it. And then suddenly they're at the top. And then what? (laughs) <laughs> you know, they were never demonizing it in the first place. They were loving it. Even if it was a secret that they loved it, their vibration was of the system. You can beat them or you can join them. And I know it sounds like you're throwing in a towel when you just join something, but what you're doing is you're diving into the vibration of it. This is the system that we chose to manifest into. We chose our point of entry. We chose to be human beings on planet Earth. If you believe that at all, then you understand that you chose your circumstances, including the system of commerce, including your parents, including your religion and your body and and all of these other things you chose for the unique experience that it would have. And the only negative to any of that is always going to be rooted in your judgment of it. When you're judging it as this shouldn't be or I should be that instead of this, or I should have been born into that instead of this, it's because you're judging something is wrong from a human perspective that you very likely developed with outside information, meaning that you've developed an opinion of yourself based on other people's opinions. And how zoomed out are you when you're doing that? And do you ever try to zoom out to a higher perspective of non-judgment across all the topics of your life and get clarity. That's an amazing practice. That's a huge component of the Taya practice and what the stream teaches us to do. And one of the things I have to say I love about the stream is that it's never about waiting for science to prove something. And it's never about just taking their word for it. It is always, this is exactly what you need to go do in your life if you choose to do it and see what happens. So Stacy, yeah. you, you're, you're married to a scientist, you know, it's all about experimentation and, and totally. hypotheses and proving it to yourself and all of that. So how does this work into that? And, and are, are you making any leeway in his belief system?
2: <laughs> Actually, yeah, it's interesting. You know, uh, Carrie often likes to tout the fact that I'm a, a good seed planter. And yes, <laughs> they're starting to sprout. They're little tiny things, but it's really cool um, because I can have conversation like this with him, and it doesn't totally rock him and shut his walls down. Um, You know, it's funny that I married a scientist. I'm an Aries, so I feel I'm always at the leading edge of things. I love challenges. You know, if I can be first in line, I will be there to the challenge. You know, I'm sure at at one point in my lives, I was at the front of the battle, right? (laughs) So I actually had to talk to myself in a way when I started doing practices that were separating me from My egotic beliefs, the ego system, this works this way because mom and dad told me that because my teacher said this X, Y, and Z to me. Um, I had to start talking to myself, like, hey, what if we experiment and play with our outside world? I could see already when I was younger how manifesting things was pretty simple, how I could change my vibe and watch other people change around me. Not that I was trying to change them, but just by being in a certain space. So I really invite people to try Zooming out, like invite you to come try it. Not, oh, you should do it. This is the only way. But wouldn't it be fun to experiment and see what happens in your life if you changed your mindset, if you change your viewpoint? if you slightly altered the code of your operating system, could you make things better? I'll bet you can.
0: Yeah. Well, we see evidence of it every day. (laughs) So it's easy for us to do. (laughs) We do operate in this this bubble of seeing people come in to to tie a boot camp, specifically, see people come in and really change their lives. And it's like this, holy crap, you know, I can't believe that that this person who I've had this bad relationship with, you know, my whole life is suddenly treating me differently. And it really isn't about changing them. You're right. You you know, it's, it's about you changing your vibration and extracting something different in the experience from them. That's what it is.
2: And 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 It's
0: not about needing them to change because the second you start thinking you need them to change and you want to change them, you're going to get exactly the opposite because the universe works in reverse of, of what we think. And it really is about your vibe and your behavior. What are you bringing out in other people?
2: Mm -hmm. And how are you standing an example of what you're believing in, what you vibe with, what resonates for you? When you stand in that space, energy is so much more powerful, in my opinion, than words can ever be. Examples of how you're changing your life, how you're the smile on your face. We watch our boot camp students go from you know kind of serious and very consternated about things and stressed out to like they lost 10 years of aging. It just fell off their face and they've got this new light to them. And it's a miracle, it's amazing. It is just from getting an opportunity to switch your mindset and put it into practice. Yeah. Really well, the putting it
0: into practice is the big thing for everybody, oh, I think, yeah. is, is making something a new habit.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And you know, getting back to that pyramid thing, making your habit of thought being one where you embrace the system of commerce that you chose to project into, that you were born into because you chose to be, and accepting that responsibility. I chose to be here. I chose this system of commerce. I chose this set of circumstances for the experience that it would deliver. And if I take judgment out of it, it's all good. If I take judgment out of it, all of these, the sum of experiences that I've had so far in my lifetime have all made me a more sophisticated being because I had the experiences. And and very often the negative experiences are the things that are the biggest growth catalysts. And sometimes when we're in the middle of a negative experience, it's hard to remember that, but we do get better and better and better (laughs) in this practice, especially at understanding that as we go that, ah, You know, I manifested this, I know I'll get clarity on this at some point. I'm gonna show appreciation for this obstacle. I I talk about my identity theft on here a lot. That right in the middle of, you know, sitting on hold with the bank and the cell phone company and you know, when everything was taken at once, systematically, it was very scary and frustrating for a minute until I realized that I was creating this negative scenario myself and that my finding appreciation for it would shift everything and it did. My finding appreciation for the thieves that stole my identity changed the outcome of all that. I mean, it was solved so quickly. Now I have a great story to tell about identity theft. (laughs) Yeah, you do.
2: Awesome story. Well, and it, it goes back to, you know, Stream saying about the radical appreciation. You know, how can you radically appreciate every circumstance of your life? And like, what is the first step? What do you think, Carrie, in terms of owning it and moving through it? Because that's that's a big one, I think, for people in general.
1: Yeah, I agreed. Um, For me, two simple steps I did when I first was struggling with the zoomed out perspective and trying to wrap my mind around how I would see it differently. um, For me, I could... Um, because I worked with children for years. So it was easy for me to say, let me look at this in a childlike view, like as if I'm experiencing it for the first time. And then um, we often talked in Mastery about the roller coaster ride. So the climbing and the anticipation of, <gasps> you know, you're going to drop and it's going to be scary. But if you hang on, it's the fear turns into that excitement and exhilaration, and it's an up and down flow. And so um, my second question to the, what David was saying about appreciating was, um, I recently hit a deer head on and you know, went right into freak out mode, of course, because I had never had a car accident like that. And uh, my only option was to hit the deer and I'm an animal lover. so, but it was the deer or me. So I chose me and hit the deer and completely same thing. It was like this dual thing in my mind of, okay, well I created this and I can't figure out how I created it right now, but I can make it a better situation. So after the freak out mode happened, (laughs) I just started appreciating I'm alive. The car's still drivable. There's nowhere to pull over you know, and I was breathing, and I'm like, I'm still here, I'm alive, I'm not injured, and I just kept appreciating that. And and I was I was telling Dave and Stacy earlier, um, I actually started laughing because there was nowhere to pull over, and as I'm driving, pieces of the car I could see flying off, pieces of the front <laughs> flying off, and that just made me chuckle because I was like, oh my gosh, I cannot believe this just happened but in the appreciation of it and that I was still alive, I found that funny to see the pieces flying off and I did make it home and I'm safe and I'm alive and it's just a car. So simple things like that, um, but you do have to move yourself out of the fear mode, but it's okay to fear, feel the fear mode because let me tell you, I freaked out. And I said a lot of swear words out loud as I gripped that steering wheel. Yeah, I bet you did. I, I did. And would. then I was like, okay, breathe. You're alive. And then I started moving into the three to five things to appreciate game. And uh, so that was it detuned it, it it created a simple solution and everything worked out, just like your identity theft. It yeah. it didn't take you years, David. It took you a day. Or two, yeah, well, I don't I, remember exactly. The saying.
0: appreciation was minutes. Was minutes. And then it took me exactly. a day to get it all cleaned up, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So if you don't know the three to five, I love the three to five game. So the three to five game is anytime you, you're DTS and anytime you're not in joy, you are down the spiral. So your DTS anytime you're not in joy and when you find yourself spiraling down even further or find yourself in a difficult situation like you've just hit a deer understand that you are probably already DTS in the first place, or you, that wouldn't have transpired because source would have maneuvered for that not to happen. But we're not up to spiral in joy all the time. We're just not. We're operating in polarity. We're in vibrational flow, right? That's why we don't have perfect lives. And that's why we don't manifest every single thing that we want uh, you know, all the time. And that we still have obstacles because we came here for all that. But the three to five game is when you find yourself on that slippery slope going down your spiral and you're in a negative space and you catch yourself and you realize you're in a negative space, playing the three to five game, stop. And, and if you have to do a stop gap, and the stop gap is asking yourself, is this worth going down my spiral over? And the answer is no, because if you just hit a deer and you know if you go down your spiral, something worse is going to happen and something worse and momentum is going to build. Or you can say, no, I just hit a deer. I'm not going down my spiral over this any further than I already am. And I'm going to play the three to five game, which means I'm going to think of three to five things to appreciate. And the closer you can get into your now moment with your appreciation, the more powerful it is. So, three to five things to appreciate. I appreciate the airbag didn't deploy. I appreciate that the car is still running and it's, you know, it was at night and you needed to get home to be safe. You're on a country road and I can get home. Uh, I, I appreciate that um you know that that i hit the deer so clean that i think it never even knew it hit it <laughs> which is something to appreciate because you know we the i am certainly no vegan but i am an animal lover and i don't want to think animal of an animal suffering mm-hmm. so that you know those types of things you sometimes you have to reach a little bit but 3 to 5 things i'm i'm drawing a breath i'm alive i'm okay no one else was hurt. No one else was hurt. I didn't no spin no. out, you know, literally spin out, you know, in yeah. a major accident with other cars. Uh, you weren't in your new car. You were in a different car. You're in a rental
1: car, yeah. <laughs> I was in a rental car yes, and I, I was, was stressing. thinking, how many times
0: did you b- drive your brand new car on that route and never had a problem? And then you're driving a rental car and you hit a deer.
1: Yes. And I was stressing about the cost of the rental car.
0: Oh. 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 <laughs> oh. You didn't tell us that one, Carrie.
1: I well. Oh, there you go.
0: <laughs> oh wow!
1: I didn't Isn't it discover funny when you that, get that clarity? Till later. <laughs> yeah, and like, then oh, I realized. Yeah. Yes, I was absolutely stressing about the cost of the rental car and the move and everything. And yes, so absolutely have detuned Vi- that vibrational dust. Exactly. Oh,
0: vibrational dust.
2: Not quite at the top of the pyramid.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, you know, that's the thing I love about all this is that, you know, that perfection is not the name of the game. Improvement is the name of the game. Moving more and more vibrationally where we're enjoying more of the time. That's the name of the game. But perfection is never it. And it's so much fun to have the experience and then play the clarity game, right? And I love that little revelation that you just peppered in. (laughs) Oh, and by the way, I had some fear around the car and yeah, hmm. That, and you can laugh about it afterwards. I love all kinds of
2: stories. You know, I backpack and do miles and miles at a time. And that's what people, backpackers, love to sit around and tell their stories. They tell stories of their disasters, of the, their winds, of you know, the bear that chased them down the trail, whatever. And everybody just sits around and laughs. And it's, it's just, it's a great way to connect to people other than the, oh, what was me? Oh, you know? Misery Loves Company vibe. One of the things I absolutely love about um, polarity and this analogy of the roller coaster is like, you know, when you go to Magic Mountain or one of your big roller coaster theme parks, you know, when you're buying that ticket, you're going to ride those roller coasters, right? The scariest one in the park, the one that you're standing in line going, oh, I don't know, you know, maybe I'll just get out of line. And most often than not, you'll ride it and then want to get back on it right away. And that's uh, really, I love that analogy for us as humans. We came here as a soul, as a consciousness to step into this roller coaster reality, to ride it, to buy, have our e-tickets. That's an old thing used to be when I was a kid. Disneyland had e-tickets. That was the ticket to have. <laughs> now it's a fast pass or some kind Is that, of- app. I was
0: gonna say, that's the skip the line.
2: Pretty much that, so, yeah. 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 So, you know, you had that ticket and you knew that you're going to ride up and down polarity is the same way. It takes you up and down. And again, you don't, gain, hopefully you don't lose your cookies over going up and down too much on the roller coaster.
0: <laughs> well, it's, it's funny because the, the stream had uh, shared with somebody one time about, you know, painful experiences in life, how mm-hmm. when time goes by, for the most part, we can look back with appreciation of most of our painful experiences. In fact, we, we possess the ability to look at all of them that way. And it's like sitting around, you know, uh, in our eternal state, sitting around a bar and talking about, oh, remember that time I was a human being on planet earth and this happened and that happened and this other thing happened and this is how I died. And you're just sitting around laughing about it and thinking in terms of that perspective of being an eternal being, having this temporary human experience that was intended to be imperfect in the, in the first place. And that your negative experiences enrich you in your being as much, if not more than your joyous positive experiences. And and we can all think of things that we encountered that were awful at the time that we went on to laugh about later. And then think about how how more advanced and more enriched you are because you've had that experience. I was telling somebody the other day about my negative experiences that I've had in my life. I can look back on all of them with appreciation now and and appreciation of deep understanding. If nothing else, then I know what it's like to have had that experience. I know what it's like to be addicted to opiates. I know what it's like to be 300 pounds. I know what it's like to be abandoned by a parent. I know what it's like to be cut off from a parent. You know, I, I know all of these things now. I can have those conversations with people. I've experienced things that a lot of people have not experienced in my negative and I appreciate that so much because it makes up the wholeness of my being.
2: It also makes you uh, able to even relate better to other people that have, that have experienced similar things. Yeah. You know, And I think that's a big part, at least when I'm approaching it from a coaching view, um, you know, is talking to people and acknowledging where they're at. And if I've had a similar experience and I have a little funny story to tell about it, it's a nice segue in To me going, yeah, I hear you. I acknowledge it. That was really tough. And I think that's a a huge part of being human as well. To have the community, to be able to be told, yeah, you're okay. You're not alone. That happened to me too. Um, And I still love and accept you just the way you are. And yeah, isn't life freaking crazy sometimes. But again, I, I just, sometimes I see that that first step, again, going in and owning and realizing that, another thing that we like to talk about in Taya is that your perception of what happened back when you were three three years old maybe is not really accurate and what if from your newer adult aspect that you could go back and slightly alter that memory so that you could find that appreciation you know so that you could come to a space of understanding mom was really tired she had four kids and a full-time job and Here I was a little kid trying to, you know, get more attention or dad, you know, drank because his parents beat him when he was a kid. Who knows? But just in order to see it again in a zoomed out more adult perspective and realizing that, yeah, as a three-year-old, I may not have perceived correctly. Maybe that memory isn't all that accurate. Maybe I did create that. So if I could expand, and I love the idea that we expand individually and that we expand other people around us just by our expansion
0: Mm -hmm. well you you experienced that firsthand during the summit yes totally you do (laughs) yeah
1: yeah I was just gonna say the same thing David um you know just even sitting in the summit um even if you were as you said even on zoom which just amazes me um because I wasn't sitting in the room with y'all but I was here on a zoom meeting across the country. And yet the love that streams from the stream for lack of a better word, but the, the love and the super vibe is so enveloped in this, um, feeling, at least for me, uh, tears of joy just pour out of my eyes because I don't think as a human, I've ever felt that intense love of for all that I am, even my parents. I mean, I know mothers, we say we love our children unconditionally, but we technically don't as human beings because we're, we feel the need to shape them and tell them right from wrong and those kind of things. So they're still conditional, but a love that was in that summit there, I have no words for it because it was the most beautiful thing I've ever felt and always do When I'm in the presence of the stream, it's, it's, it's just such a, the only word I can think of is magical and, and just feeling like I was not, I was here, but I wasn't. And I was nowhere, but everywhere. That's the only way I can describe it yet because the love was just absolutely and just magical and beautiful. And, and I want for everyone on this earth to experience that.
0: Very nice, very nice. So to wrap up on the summit topic, uh, Stacy, do you have anything else you want to share?
2: I just really appreciate that people want to um, join us and watch us as we move through our learning, our our ro- roller coaster of putting on a summit. You know, Carrie and I experience a lot of things while we're hosting and directing and um, it's always remarkable to see who shows up to see how people interact. The questions are being asked are questions that other participants really needed to hear as well. They needed that answer, but they didn't even know they needed it Um, to feel again that energy build and the vibes just get more heightened as people start flowing into the vibe as well. And um, yeah, I don't have any words for that experience. I just know that if I start tapping into it too much, I, I start getting emotional again. It's like, it is that, it's like being enveloped with 100% unconditional love. It just, it holds you, it embraces you, it cradles you and kind of takes you on to this next level. And that's a really cool place to be.
0: Very nice. Carrie?
1: Yeah, I was just thinking that um, I have makeup on, and I'm trying not to let the tears flow. <laughs> and they're never sad tears; they're just it. It just it's just I guess how my body reacts because it's so moving and magical and beautiful. And um, yes, and the questions that people ask, as you said, Stacey, were just brilliant, and the and the stream just no matter what the question is, just seems to have exactly the right words that you needed to hear at that moment. And to me, the best part of it all is that when I go back and listen, I get another layer or I get more information. And I'm just, from my study of the body and, and knowing anatomy and the brain and all that, I am just guessing it's because as a human on this earth, in this body that we live in, we can only experience so much at once. And so, when we re-listen and re-listen, it's it's more and more information that we can we can process and handle. Because, as you said, Stacy, it's going to take me a couple of days <laughs> to get back to to process all that we heard and learned, and just the the super vibe is it's magical. That's the only word I have. Magnificent, And I want to thank you, David, for bringing that to us. It's it's quite amazing. So, thank you.
0: You're welcome. You're welcome. Okay. Well, I, I definitely want to thank both of you for joining me for this recap of the Summit and uh, and for everything that you put into the Summits because they are amazing experiences because of all the work that, that you both do and, and the other people on the team as well. And if you're interested in our Summits, you can get on our mailing list uh, via our website. Streamadava.com, or you can join or and or you can join the Facebook group uh the Taya practice TYA and when you're in the Facebook group you get uh, early notifications to all sorts of things plus we do Taya talk in there every single week so we do a live Taya talk just for that group uh every Wednesday and sometimes they're 10 a.m sometimes they're 4 p.m both pacific time uh depending on who our guests are because we have guests all over the world that come on uh, as Taya practitioners, and we teach a little uh, nugget of Taya every single week in there. So join the group. If you're not in there already, get on the mailing list and join us for the next summit. Thank you all for listening. Thank you both so much. Hi, right, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. If you like what we shared here today, and if it inspired you to think differently, even for just a moment, I have something that you're absolutely going to love. It's a full 90 minute masterclass where I've condensed all the knowledge that I've acquired throughout the years after writing two books and helping hundreds of people change their lives, take the action steps that I share in this masterclass. The only place that I share this is in these masterclasses aside from my Taya bootcamp program. And if you know our teachings, you know that we're not about rainbows and fairy dust. We are about extreme ownership, claiming the power to transmute anything in your life to something positive claiming the power to create your life exactly the way that you dream of it. So everything that you're going to learn in the masterclass is something that you can take and apply in your life as soon as you're done watching. So just go to the streamofdavidmasterclass.com and register and take this 90-minute masterclass. It will transform your life. Again, that is the stream of David Masterclass.com. Again, if you enjoyed this episode, you are absolutely gonna love this masterclass. Thank you again, I'll see you in class.